like to- my claps are weak, but I mean, it's probably fine. It's fine. I'm listening for God to come thundering down the stairs. <laughs> nope, no, no. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. What's this movie called again? The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. The Devil Made Me Do It. The Devil the Made, devil us, made Me Do It. Made was that goddamn devil? He made me do it. Made me watch ah! this movie. That's the whole, like, that's it. That's the whole movie. That's it. That's it. Like it starts, you see the you see the, the conjuring thing come up. <laughs> the best part of the whole movie, and right? And then there. you see The Devil Made Me Do It, and then all of a sudden you just see some hillbilly guy, and he goes, The Devil Made Me Do It. And then it's like <laughs> the end. <laughs> and then, then, then the devil went down to Georgia. Plays at the end credits. But it's the like went down to Georgia. <laughs> no, but it's like a, it's like a hip, like slowed down version. It's like the, the devil de- went down to Georgia. Yeah, very auto too. Lots of runs. Yeah. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. 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 Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. I'm scared. Slumber party. Well, so we didn't watch that version, but I think our version might actually be better. Yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> oh, we're going to have some hot takes. We're going to have some hot takes about the Conjuring universe. <laughs> the hey. Charlie Daniels band feet Ariana Grande. <laughs> sings, <laughs> the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Feature, featuring Blackfish Extraordinaire. So can I start off with the spooks, Troy? Please do. Yeah. Because well, I have yeah. a good one to share with you guys. Should we say hi to people that might feel like listening to this oh my gosh what are you doing here kelly welcome to spooky slumber party a horror podcast where we reveal lots of thoughts about horror films books music anything adjacent and thoughts just just you know representing the thoughts of the world I just can't hear. I can't, can't hear it as any other way except for T H O T S. Yeah, it's I the only that's, way. That's the only way. And we are those thoughts. <laughs> we are those thoughts. Thought number one. I am Kelly, and you're Scream Queen. <laughs> oh my god, I love that, Emma. Thought you can be two? thought number two. <laughs> I feel like the we're Dr. Like, who does one, number two, two work for? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, hi, I'm apparently thought number two. <laughs> I'm Emma. Uh, they call me the Derby Devil here, and hopefully this year I'll actually start to play roller derby again. Woo! That'd be cool. That'd be something. You're still the Derby Devil. You can't. You can't. You can't let people take that away from you. No, it's mine. You can't take the Derby. It's your the title. Um. I am thought number three, and the role of thought number three will be played by Sandra, aka the Lit Witch, who um, thus called because of my love of books and my love of witchcraft, which 
Spoiler alert, it's just going to be a witch rant in this episode. Witch Ooh, rant, baby. Oh, I knew it. Witch I rant in this with. episode. <laughs> knew it. I'm sure y'all saw that coming. Dude, saw the, that first, the first time I heard Lorraine utter the word witch totem, I was like, oh, Sandra's going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I flipped my wig. The wig flipped. <laughs> I knocked over a table. I shoved animals and people out of my way. Um... Okay, so now thought number three. Uh, I want to share my spooks joy with you all. Please do. Yeah, so I'm What's very, very stressed you? out. Very stressed out in my life right now. So a small thing's bringing me joy. I've been wearing a pair of crusty sandals for about a year. <laughs> um, they are like, they once were <laughs> Crusty <cute>. bitch. <laughs> they once were cute. But last year when we were having fires in our area, I wore them too many times. And the ash <laughs> and like my foot sweat broke down the shoe. And then it's like all of the prettiness was gone. And it's just been this crusty, horrid sandal. Oh. And I keep being like i need to buy a new pair of sandals i need to buy a new pair of sandals you've just been wearing these crusty ass sandals for a year well i haven't oh because winter like like, yeah 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 so now it's like time again and i was like fuck my feet my feet are warm what am i gonna do so i got the best pair of like they're technically a flippy floppy but they have a lot of structure to them they are from a company called pr souls which i'm a runner and they are the type of sandal that is designed for when you're recovering after a run so they're like cushy and they kind of have like an egg carton uh vibe to them you know lots of little peaks (laughs) and and valleys and they're hot pink and black so they match my car and my caboodle and i'm you gotta match your car and your caboodle in your shoe yeah yeah. i'm so happy i threw the crusty ones away oh yay i was like away beast (laughs) goodbye i'm so happy for you that's all i got very happy that's it that's the podcast that's it show wrap it up slumber party yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah what do you guys got tell me something good well uh I met someone recently. <laughs> yeah, you left everybody on a cliffhanger. A mm. little bit, a little bit. So uh, after eight months of talking and FaceTiming nearly every day, I finally met Mr. Internet Boy, my my long-distance lava, my Instagram sweetheart, the the... The man in my DMs, the sliding through, sliding right into my heart, into my thoughts. He's getting in there. He got in there. So finally, we met in person, and it was Ah! a whirlwind of a weekend. Spooked a lot of joy. A whirlwind spooked a lot of joy. Uh, A lot of sadness when he, you know, when it had to come to a very quick end um because it was like it was like wham bam came to visit a whirlwind roller coaster adventure and then he leaves and i immediately have to go back to work and i'm like in Ah. i'm like in tears on my lunch break like just like what just happened oh my god because like you know you go for a year and a half not touching hardly anyone and then suddenly i'm like hugging and kissing and loving all over this sweetheart loving all over loving all over loving all over long distance lover this long distance lover um 
yeah, it was amazing. And we have plans to visit again Ooh, next yay. month. And uh, it's just, it was amazing to finally just see. My favorite part was just like seeing his face in real life. Did you touch his face a lot? Yes. I touched his face and his hair. I like couldn't get my hands out of his hair. And because it, it's real. It's real. And oh my God. It, uh, just like, like seeing his eyes in person, like nothing, nothing will compare to that. Absolutely nothing. Um, hugging him for the first time, like I didn't want to do anything else. I was like, I even said that out loud. I was like, I just want to, I just want to hug you for a while. Just like, let's not do anything. I'm just gonna hug you for a while. Um, it was, and I was wearing my Star Trek dress, and he's like my Trekkie you boy, and so oh, cute. Oh my god, thanks. You look cute. Thanks. You look very happy in your pictures. It was, yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of built up joy that was finally just coming out, and. Uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so much feelings. Yeah, and very scary because um, as many of our friends and listeners know, I went through a pandemic divorce. So, yeah, so this is all a lot to deal with. But uh, he's an absolute sweetheart, this lovely gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, Gentleman and a gem. A gentleman and a gentle gem. He's a gentle gem. A gentle gem. A gentle yes. gem. And we even we even watched Deadfall, which is like one of my favorite Nick Cage movies. Oh, we watched Deadfall, and it has Michael Bean in it, so it's like you know, it's a win win. It's a win win. <laughs> and we, so we watched it while eating sushi together, and it was like, does it get any better than this? Like this is this is life. You're like, I think I'm in heaven. Yeah, heaven with heaven. Oh, oh! um, yeah. So. I will be seeing him again, again the next month. Yay! Yay! Uh, yeah, he's he's my person, as I've as I just told you not too long ago. Yeah, I told you, and I'm gonna tell the world. He, he's my I'm person. Telling the world, so cute. Which is like it's weird having labels after being married for you know six yeah. almost six years. You know, having yeah. the boyfriend, the fiance, the husband. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah. like I'm so labeled out right now. But it's like I lo- so I love calling him names like you know my honey, my sweetheart, my person, mm-hmm. my he's my film buff, he's my trekkie. He's so he's so many things to me uh, more than more than just a boyfriend you know totally i think that comes with age people like Mm -hmm. i'm over so many labels like my god it feels ridiculous to put labels on so many things yeah boyfriend just feels like so i don't know i can't explain it it's so weird it's so weird yep it's not working it's strange because like i've you know i've had i've had some pandemic dates here and there you know over the last year and a half but um but my film buff and I, you know, we we connect on a, a different a different level. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. That's a beautiful thing. So yeah. lovely. So happy for you. And uh, well, you and just very thankful that, for oh. your support, too. Oh, yeah. of this. course. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. It's just one more. Yeah. Just another thought. Because, I mean, it's it's very <laughs> weird. One more thought from the thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not easy to explain to people, you know, meeting a stranger online and then, you know, quote unquote, dating them through sure. a pandemic. It's it's, uh, you know, people have judgments and I totally get it. It's totally fine. But uh, it's not fine. Don't judge. Don't I judge our scream queen. Yes. But uh, you, you gals, you ghouls have been 
very supportive and like very kept it very real with me, which I which I appreciate. And hmm. I know I can trust you to continue doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hoes before bros. True that. Thoughts thoughts before snots. <laughs> Little Ooh, snot. good one. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. <laughs> Uh, last week's joy this week is a couple things. Um, number one, I am coming to you live from uh, my Portland apartment. Ah, I officially live in Portland, Oregon. Portland apartments, dude. Um, it all went so fast, and we're here, and I have a job that I start this Friday. Uh, the day that this episode comes out, actually. So, you know, send the good vibes while you're listening. I'll be working at my new job. When you you're have a job, baby. I got a job. Got a job, folks. Um, working at a very fancy restaurant. So I'm very oh, excited. Oh, it is I can't wait. Fancy. I can't wait to see it. I'm. We were I'm going so over. Going. Dude, it's yes. wild. You get off the elevator to go into it and it, it's like the line into space mountain it's very fancy <laughs> what? like oh, i'll take what? i'll take a video when i go in on friday because it's just, like i the first time i went in, i was like what the fuck is this place oh my god am i in disneyland what the fuck um but yeah i met two of my coworkers today for some drinks and lunch and we uh went over the menu together and they gave me gave me the lowdown and um yeah so first day is friday pretty stoked and also your girl is getting her second covid shot tomorrow Oh my God! You love on this. my way to being fully vaxxed. We are very excited. So I love to hear. Um, love yeah, to the timing it. worked out great because I thought I was going to be starting my job on Wednesday, but then I got the schedule and it turned out to be Friday. So I was like, "Oh shit! I'm going to schedule my shot for that week so yeah. I can have some time to feel sick and shitty and then go to work." So yeah, yeah. woohoo! Or you might you might be fine. Like, I was sleepy. You, who I knows? was fine. I was not, I was not fine at all. <laughs> Um, That's what I hear. I, I don't think we've we've officially said it on this podcast, but um, get your vax, people. Yeah, I think we've said it's it quite a few times. It. It's get I mean, like, vax, but it's, it's become yeah, it's become a thing, and people are trying to make it political, and it's no, just get no. it, just no, do no, it. No, no, no. It's not political. Do it, do it for your country. Fucking do it. Do it for your country. <laughs> if you want to get political about it, do it for your country. Do it for the kids. Yeah. For the kids that can't get vexed. Yeah. Why Why is it political now? And it wasn't pitical? Pitical. It wasn't <laughs> pitical when it was, uh, you know, the polio, polio. Vaccine, you know, or yeah. measles, mumps, and rubella. What about that? I've been enjoying years without polio. Yep. Uh, I've been enjoying that luxury. Measles free. So. I even got the chicken pox one when I was in like sixth grade, I think. Yeah. Same. Oh, yeah. I had, measles the po- free my I had that life. pox when I was a child. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I remember those itchy, itchy pox. Yes. Yeah. Not a good time. Now we have to look forward to shingles. <laughs> okay. The shingles years are coming, ladies. The shingles Ugh. years are coming for us. I don't want it. I don't want it. Just stop um, messing with the animals. Just don't mess with them. Yeah. Leave them alone. Leave the fuck alone. Leave them alone. <laughs> Let them have their diseases. <laughs> Let them have their diseases. Let us not get their diseases. I don't no. Want we already them. took no. their planet. Now we're going to take their diseases. <laughs> How end? dare we? How dare we? <laughs> what is it end? Um... So tonight we're talking about the conjuring <clears throat> technically three. Technically. But it might bleed into other conjuring. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's gonna. Oh yeah. So and I I'm gonna drop some tooth bombs. 
Oh, Drop yeah. some bombs. So many bombs. On the people. <laughs> I'm so excited to do it. I'm so excited. I love it. I feel hot. like, oh God, I can't wait. I just to feel this. like an angry little, little woodchuck. That, that I, <laughs> I, I love when you get into this angry woodchuck zone. I love yeah. angry witch Sandra. It's, oh, it's, it's the my best. Favorite. It's my I'm favorite. Witch. I'm angry witch. I can't believe I'm getting this for free. I feel like I should be paying to hear this. Stop it. Wait. No, 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 not for my hose. <laughs> Never for my hose. And you all listening out there, you're all slumber hoses. Well, okay, we'll make you pay for this content. It's always free. It. Let's hear it. I'm ready. So can I just can I just start off? Just just Please. start off right off the bat. Please do. Why the fuck was this movie rated R? I don't know. Why did they swindle us into thinking this was an R rated movie? I don't know. There's nothing rated R about this movie. No, not a single. Thing. You know, you know what it says on IMDb? Hmm. rated r for terror violence and some disturbing images Ugh. i'm gonna need play. to show you the door i'm gonna need to show you the door that, i because, agree i'm shocked at how tame it was yeah 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 it's upsetting see now i'm like now i'm like i'm i'm silent because i'm going back in my head i mean i, I like just finished watching it and so i'm like yeah mm-mm. i mean i could see some young teens maybe being kind of sensitive to some of the scarier uh, parts but uh, yeah i don't know we are we are quite desensitized yeah. so yeah that's on us and, and we've been doing it a long time so we do get desensitized but i mean generally speaking when something's rated r it's because it's going to push limits a little bit mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like it's gonna be you know generally a lot of gore or you know in a horror thing or a lot of language or you know just like really scary depictions of shit right I just wasn't feeling that yeah. on this. And I, we had talked about, we'd actually talked on text. I was like, oh, and this one's rated R. So, and not, not like, I mean, we all like plenty of horror that's not rated R, yeah. but it was like, okay, okay. All like, right, Conjuring, let's, let's go. Bringing. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Pretty much the only thing that I would consider even remotely like disturbing for me to watch is just, you know, the exorcism of the kid. And because he's all twisty turny Mm -hmm. and gross. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I feel bad for this kid. Like, don't mess with the kid. That makes me sad. I'm really happy you brought that up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the movie starts off with a bang. Yeah, right off. (laughs) A banger. A banger of an exorcism. (laughs) Banger. Um, discla- full disclaimer, um, I have not seen Conjuring 2. You okay, let me, let me tell you what I have seen. I have seen okay. the first Conjuring and now the third. I have not seen any of the other universe movies. No Annabelles. Nope. Nope. No, no La Llorona. Nope. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, insidious all the way through and through. <laughs> That's my universe <laughs> and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> and this is, this is... This is a difficult one for me because um, it's hard to truthfully critique a film that people you really care about worked on. Right. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's, they got their money. There are things I like about this movie, mm-hmm. but there's also things I think that really got away from this movie. Yes. Yeah. I guess my, uh, my, my big disclaimer here is that regardless of my feelings about the film from a critical perspective, I, I truly support, I fully support the crew members that, uh, that I know personally that worked on this film mm-hmm. and they're extremely, they're extremely talented and I am beyond thrilled that they got to work on this. So 
and that is and that is genuine. That is fully genuine. Um, but yeah, I do have a lot of hot takes and critiques for sure. So, yes, yeah. I I agree, and I mean I think sometimes things just get um. <sighs> Gosh, things just kind of take on a life of their own, I guess is a way to put it. Like, uh, I've seen everything (laughs) in the verse. Um, I do enjoy the first Conjuring film. Mm -hmm. Um, I had fun watching the second. I like Annabelle, the one where it's the orphanage. Um, oh, yeah, 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 same. That was the the best one. Annabelle Orphanage. I liked that one. (laughs) And I liked The Nun. Mm -hmm. Um, I just watched that the other day. Yeah, but there's, I mean, it's almost like when you've got like some paint and you're trying to thin out paint and so you put water in it and it's like the more water you put it and the more you spread it around, it's kind of like, I feel like we're losing pigmentation. What's the point? (laughs) Yeah. Let's talk about what works for this film. Let's start start positive. Let's start with what works. We'll start with a positive. I will say, I think this... As as much as I love the first one and as all the issues that I had with with this one, um, yeah. I will say I think it's one of the the best conjuring movies out of all of the the entire huh, franchise. Okay. Okay. I did yeah. I did think they they did really well. Um it, it didn't feel super cheesy. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the second one was like cheese central. It was just they just pulled out that cheese grater and just kept going. There's actually like, a sing along <laughs> in the film. Oh uh, yeah. Um and you oh, know, is that even with the rest of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Okay, I do that. Um but yeah, it's like I, I did think they overall it was an aesthetically pleasing good little spook fest <laughs> i i enjoyed it yeah i do have qualms but what what okay, did you like about pause. it <laughs> that's your pause no okay problem. um my positives my positives i'm a big fan of both vera and patrick mm-hmm. um i think they're both amazing actors um, I know James Wan did the story, which you know is kind of a looser thing. Yeah, he so I mean, kind he of produced yeah. it. Yeah, co-writing and we love credits. James Wan. Yeah, right. And so you know, and, and always, I'm very happy that this movie has performed well because I'm from the school of horror that any horror movie when it does well at the box office is a good thing because all people hear then is horror makes money, make more horror. Exactly. So that's I'm from that school. So that's always going to make me happy. Um. I so I love the two of them. I love their chemistry. Um, I love how immersive in the decades and the eras these movies are. Yeah. I've always been really impressed with the production design of that. Um, there was some cool, creepy images. There's a part where Lorraine sees a double of herself. Mm. Um, and that was, I believe, a practical effect, but I could be wrong. And so I, I really liked mm-hmm. that. Um, and I like the demons at the very end, just just a point out this positive the demon has a cool double effect also that was executed really well there's a way that the possessed um arnie (laughs) dude looks where he has kind of like those little red lines and these really cool contact lenses so like i was like oh that looks really cool you know like there was some like talented people made sure that this movie was aesthetically pleasing Mm -hmm. and um i i appreciate that that's awesome. Appreciate the hell out of that. Appreciate <laughs> Don't get lazy hell with that. Yeah, that is all. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And that is all. Oh, one other thing is like the very end of the movie when they're in the haunted museum, you can see Annabelle in the background and she's kind of blurry. Oh, and I, I was love like, that. And I actually said in my note, in my notes, I love Annabelle. Hi, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. So I'm just happy to see her. Her, some of her movies are crappy, but it's not her fault. Oh, God. Yeah. Least favorite of the fan franchise, I think. So what works for me, um, absolutely Patrick and Vera, mm-hmm. the two of yeah. them together. They're amazing. Um, I, I love, I love Vera's very naturalistic delivery of some very unnatural dialogue. She, oh yeah she, she makes can sell anything she yep. can sell and i'm extremely skeptical about all of the happenings in this film but the way she sells it they portray them as such good-natured honest really down-to-earth people mm-hmm. who are dealing with very not down-to-earth subject matter here yeah and i yes I love I love how like I say just how natural she she delivers her dialogue. It's really refreshing. And um yes. they they play well off of each other. Y- yeah, you kind of can't go wrong when you have talent like that. Um as far as their yeah, their Yeah. Um I have to give a shout out to Eleanor Sabadikia. She's the head of the makeup department. Oh, sick. Ah! She does incredible work. I've been super lucky to have her touch my face a few times. (laughs) She touched my face. She touched my face. She's amazing. Um, Many times in films, you have characters that are not necessarily the most ritzy and glamorous types, but their makeup is so Hollywood and I'm using yes. finger quotes for that, that it yes. takes you out of the film. Totally. Yes. But I feel like the makeup she did on them was very uh, believable and accurate to not only to the time period, but to the character, how how Lorraine actually would have done her face, you know, and her hair and everything. And the aging on both yeah. Lorraine and, and the Ed. Aging, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't Subtle. it wasn't comical. No, yeah. yeah. Right. Because that can, it can go yeah. comical so easily. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Harry Potter. <laughs> Looking Never at you, me. Harry. Looking at you. Um, so and she's just an amazing person all around. So I'm I'm a big yeah. fan of anything she does. And what really, really works for me is the score. Oh, great score. These movies always yes. have great scores. Joe Bashara is an absolute icon of movie scores. He relies not even so much on melody but just pure cacophonous sound that just Ooh. just drives into your soul and just this, it is so terrifying yes he really sets the scene in such a beautiful dark creepy way um yeah he's love the scores love the shout, scores. Out. shout out to i always love the opening and closing um credit sequences yes. of these films oh yeah too. Yep. yeah yeah just just a um, plain yellow text on the black screen mm-hmm. it just looks very um period it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. also i love um, that they always play a little um like real audio from the um <gasps> the things with ed and lorraine yeah yeah dude oh my god it's so fucking creepy That's always this fun. one That's always was fun. unsettling hearing yeah that oh bleh. yeah and bleh. did did you guys get the feeling of like like Oh come on! Like you put the best part of the whole movie in the credits, like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because as like, is usually what? the case, truth is stranger and better than fiction. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, 
Yeah, it um, made me want to go like yeah. do more research on the actual case and be like, oh my god, this was crazy. It, it made me think yeah. that the Conjuring universe maybe lives better as like a mini series or docu series. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm just. Can I we, just? Can I just? Can I just do it? We have to. Please. We have to because we've gotten. Okay. We've gotten the good out of the way. We have to okay. go into why this doesn't really work. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually gonna put a pin in the witch rant. I'm gonna start with something. Okay. Um, perhaps more or equally serious. Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay. So I've read um the demonologist book by the Warrens. I've done some research on the Warrens in my time. Um, I've done more research on the Warrens. <laughs> okay. Deep breath. Um, I'm like nervous right now. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: is there are people who know them that um, have said that is not how Ed and Lorraine were. <laughs> yeah, that is not how they were. Um, so first of all, there's just the notion of demonic possession doing things to people and to children, and perhaps they are mentally ill and they need real help. <laughs> and that's a whole separate category. Yeah, but it's like you kind of brought up the kid thing. Mm-hmm. I think they made the kid look more like an angry raccoon than a human child. Yeah, so I wasn't feeling sensitive about that. But it's just knowing that a real little boy and real children go through this stuff, and people and children are killed and beaten in the name of religion everywhere. Yeah, and that's you know, so that's kind of a little bit of a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, and and then it and then my brain goes these places like uh you know they weren't getting medical help right away so is this abuse like yes my brain goes to very dark places yeah yeah no i i think it's fair because now we know so much more about things that have happened to people and still happen to people yeah Yeah. like seizure disorders i don't know just throwing it out there Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Ed very famously said, like, well, everyone's going to be a skeptic unless you believe in God like we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't love that. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's true. Like, that's the only the people that this stuff happens to is like religious people. Right. Like doesn't happen to people otherwise. Um, so very famously, I think we all know that the Warrens didn't charge people for like going to see them is the rumor. They charge people for travel expenses. Right. Um. The Warrens were not hurting. They were very, very rich. Okay, Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you, how did these people make money? So in the 70s and the 80s, they wrote something like nine books. They did a lot of TV shows. I mean, this is so far before we were born. Lectures. They actually got consulting credits on the 79 and the 05 Amityville. Mm -hmm. These people were really rich. They were not suffering for money. So you can just kind of... (laughs) <laughs> push out of your mind anything about like oh but they were like not I, and there's nothing wrong like with making money but i mean you know they weren't exactly traveling paupers <laughs> to, like you know you know the world those right? ruffled blouses different. those ruffled blouses do not come cheap those ruffles <laughs> cost money those brooches bitch i see <laughs> yeah. that brooch yeah 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 those belt no, those and belts that, those belt buckles yeah you know, no <laughs> That blowout on the hair? <laughs> oh, for real? Oh my god! Yeah. So, okay, let's just let's just get into it. Yeah. Um, have you heard of a lady called Judith Penny? Mm-mm. No. Je- Judith Penny is in her seventies now. Um, she has some sort of sworn statement that she lived with the Warrens. This was known uh, from around the age of fifteen 
and that she had a sexual relationship with Ed. They were lovers for four decades. Oh. Lorraine knew is her, Lorraine knew she lived in the house. Lorraine knew. Their daughter, Judy, did not live in the house. She lived with their grandma most of the time. Uh, Lorraine's mother. Um, This is changing my perspective on the Warrens. Oh my God. Yeah. Penny was actually arrested in 1963 and spent a night in prison because people knew that this was going on and they wanted to get Ed in trouble. And so they, of course, fucking back in the day, they arrest the fucking girl, right? She spends a night in prison and they try to get her to sign a sworn statement about the affair. She wouldn't do it. She loved him, right? Um, there was a charade they told people, oh, she's our niece. Oh, she's a poor girl who was neglected and she lives with us. But she says absolutely Lorraine knew about the relationship. She says that Lorraine and Ed would get into physical altercations. Ed would regularly slap her around. Ed was a predator, a sexual predator and a profile, a pedophile, if all this is true. I can't even speak. I'm like so upset. Um, she has a claim where she says that she got pregnant. Um, and these good Catholic folks uh, decided she needed to have an abortion. They wanted her to make up a story about a stranger raping her. Oh um, she went to the hospital, got the abortion. She didn't want to. And then Ed and Lorraine went out that night after a lecture and left her home alone after that ordeal. Oh um, <laughs> Penny has admitted to helping to face uh, to help fake a ghost picture. If nothing else Ed is guilty and Lorraine was fucking complicit. Um, She remained friends with Ed until his death and Lorraine would not comment on any of this stuff. But there, I mean, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. There's your documentary. See, that's juicy stuff right there. Oh, boy. Um, Of course, there's always going to be people that say that Penny is lying. Um, Not that anybody ever has to justify their trauma and their abuse to anyone, but it should be known that Penny has never tried to expose this to make money off of this. Um, she knows that it was wrong, but she loved him, you know? So that's that's like the standpoint she's coming at it from is, you know, an, I mean, obviously a horribly abused person that, you know, had this attachment to her abuser, but that they were not this squeaky clean, sanitized version. And it's really important, you know, that we separate the movie from real life this is a yeah this is yeah. very loosely based this yeah, you know inspired yeah. inspired by real events oh. yeah but even yeah. then their brand even back in like the 70s and 80s their brand was very much built on they're so in love and they mm-hmm. these yeah. strong catholic values they could never have allowed this scandal to come to light yeah. um i think <laughs> i mean i think it's shitty yeah it um it makes me feel gross about you know we know obviously anything based on a true story they're gonna embellish and they're gonna blow it over the top Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's like did they not stop at the story but it was actually ed and lorraine were kind of awful fucking people i mean and there's there's, lawsuits there's there's a a podcast or a documentary right there waiting to happen for real for real yeah Oh it's God. upsetting. I mean, going down this deep dive. Um, I mean, there's so there's nothing else you can say about it. It's fucking upsetting. Like that they would have done this to a person. And yeah, but they also, that. I guess, helped in performing exorcisms on people. And like, 
that to me is pretty awful too. Like, yeah, I agree. That was, yeah, that's kind of the first point I made is like, there's something, there's a very thin line between abuse with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And not to, and I don't want to get into a whole, I don't want to get into like a whole spiraling religious. A bit. Yeah. I don't want to get into a whole religious debate here, but. But there's lines. Yeah. There's lines. Yeah. I'm just very, um, I'm personally very uncomfortable with. No, I no, I'm not going to get too into it. I'm just going to say skeptical Sally, well, you know who I am. I'm going to leave it. Yes. Yeah. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. And the world needs skepticism and you need to have healthy skepticism because people will will uh will abuse you or they'll mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, okay, so I with the haunting stuff, let's just leave everything else outside. But with the haunting stuff, if it's not real, everything the Warrens did, you know, at best they're kind of charlatans a little a little bit at worst they're frauds yes (laughs) like (laughs) um at best they they probably helped a few people with some with some paranormal things yeah at worst they were complete frauds and we know amityville horror the movie and the book yes we know that's completely and same with the with the second (laughs) conjuring movie like it came out that yeah yeah, it came out that the kids like completely That's embellished all- everything. Yeah, and like yeah. there's even yeah. a, a quote from I think the author Edfield of Am- the the Amityville horror like saying, you know, oh yeah, we came up with most of these ideas after a night, you know, having a few beers or a few drinks or whatever. So it's like yeah. it is yeah. embellished. You can look at a lot of sources, and I highly recommend you do. Like just really quickly before we came on, I just looked at there's a list on Ranker because I love Ranker of like all the things that like you know, kind of call out the Warrens haunting wise. Mm-hmm. Amityville is the big one because there's so much controversy about what happened so there. Much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can go down a um, hole with that one. But the conjuring, the parents' house, that one's really funny <laughs> in a bad way to kind of go down that rabbit hole. Cause you know, the person that currently owns it, they say, Yeah, I've done my research and none of this shit is accurate. Like on the history of this house. Like they yeah. and there's the whole thing with like there was a person named Bathsheba who was allegedly a satanic witch. I mean, you know, any woman that had free fucking thought back in that day was gonna be called a witch. <laughs> um The Snedeckers, which is the haunting in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of controversy about that one. I mean, really it's and I and I do believe in the paranormal, but um the supernatural hey all it could just mean is science that we don't know how to explain yet right at totally. the end of the day that's but it's like i i want people to focus on real stuff mm-hmm. and not you know people clowning or like a lot of this stuff especially in the 70s or earlier it's like they thought no one would ever figure it out the shit they made up yeah they're like, oh well, no one's ever gonna look into this. They, they didn't even, and they they had no idea that the internet was gonna be a thing, and <laughs> there would be uh, people like us just going down deep dives, like, oh my <laughs> yeah. god, they groomed a child, like, oh, Jesus, uh, it's a lot to take in. And I've been a steady defender. I don't want to say an apologist. I've been a Warren's apologist. Yeah. Same, yeah. dude. You know, I'm a kind of like their yeah, their beliefs are not my beliefs, but I think they genuinely wanted to help people. And now I'm just like, mm, no, they were pesky 
creepy as fuck. Like, they were the worst of the worst. I'm just upset because, like, I used to watch the show uh, Paranormal State a long time ago, back when that oh, was on. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And Lorraine was on that a lot. Oh, like, she's she was on it as a guest, as like the guest medium or whatever, where they'd have her come in and she'd be like, oh, it feels off. See, I can't. Like, like, she I was can't just even with the that. most precious old woman. And she was she's like, so cute and so ch- sweet and like precious. charming. Yeah. And you, and I always got such lovely vibes from her, especially like seeing videos of her in like their like paranormal museum or whatever uh, yeah. with all their artifacts and everything like her just talking about things so nonchalantly I'm like this is a bad bitch I, <laughs> I like her but now I'm like god damn you were complicit in the in the grooming of this 15 year old girl and I but a lot I'm of that upset. was probably due to yeah. the religious stuff that she was being hit over the religion head with the and the life. time and yeah. yeah yeah there's always lines between I mean you know Probably Lorraine was a victim of Ed's as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that you're not complicit when you, you know, you you have no guilt, yeah. you know, in the things that she let happen. But, you know, she's probably a victim of his as well. Yeah. And, um, and that being said, I never got good vibes from Ed. Like, Lorraine's always had my heart. Ed was like, yeah, eh, he's whatever. Lorraine's the real <laughs> the real breadwinner here. You're like he's a man of a certain age from a certain generation. He's probably racist, he's, sexist. He's probably a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, and a little <laughs> little beef with that. Um, as much as I love Patrick Wilson and he's so great in these movies, he I is uh he is a way too good looking to play Ed. I'm yeah. sorry. Ed was <laughs> not a looker. Sorry. Ed, you were never Patrick Wilson, sir. Both no. both of them uh, definitely uh, an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. They got the upgrade package. They got the upgrade, yeah. 2.0. Um, yeah, I so the their museum, of course, which I would love to still see someday. I, I mean, I they're, still yeah, they're not getting the money. Yeah. yeah, so I don't feel bad about it. And like their is it their nephew? Um Zaphis? now, yeah, I think so. Or he has his own, or there's two of them. I get so confused. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but there's I want to go to all these haunted museums, I want to see all the shit. I want to see it all, I want to see it all. But um I remember when I was like in high school. I was explaining to my dad about like, you know, you know what they do and whatever. My dad's like, so let me get this straight. You pay them to come take your stuff to put in their museum to make money? (laughs) (laughs) That's Shots fired. I'm like, well, yeah, when you put it that way, dad. Like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Come steal your shit. I mean, what's to stop them from picking up like this diamond encrusted necklace and being like, oh, this is haunted. There's 50 demons. There's 50 (laughs) demons in it. Yeah. And you're like, well, we can always go see it in the museum. And then you go to visit and it's like, where the fuck is that diamond brooch? Yeah. Well, actually, my grandma made that quilt and she's not with us anymore. No, no, not this quilt. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no, no. We're going to need to take that. The Civil War era quilt that is very rare and going to be worth a lot of money. No, no, no. We're going to have to take this. This has a demon in it. It has at least four demons. And you can pay $15 anytime you want to see your item. But it is my now for your safety for your safety for your safety safety. (laughs) Uh, okay so back to the film skeptical be skeptical (laughs) i appreciate skeptical sally back to the film couple let's uh, let's get nitpicky let's let's just do it let's get nitpicky because i'm so excited for the witch rant rant, if you're not if you're no if you're not into this podcast you've probably stopped by now anyway so yeah exactly nitpicks the beginning they take a coffee break during the exorcism (laughs) 
Love that. Oh, hilarious. Love that. Love that. <laughs> okay. It's, it's thirsty work. It's thirsty yeah. work. They're like, let's let's take a little break. Let's go in the kitchen and grab some coffee while you know this kid's like writhing on the table. <laughs> okay. First first <laughs> nitpick. Um, let's see. What was my second nitpick? Oh, okay. <laughs> when they're like testing her psychic powers and it's like which one was the murder weapon and they they have like three you know things sitting in front of her and she of course she gets it right dude like give her like 20 things to choose from don't give her three don't give her three i said the same thing as the detective in the next scene we said it jinx at the same time she had a one in three chance a one in three chance yep pull out more and again i do believe there are people who have mediumship gifts and there are people that have helped with cases that you never hear about you never hear about it because they don't i mean and there's again there's nothing wrong with making money from like your gifts but there's a lot of people that they don't want that the stuff they see the stuff they go through they don't want that fame and so it's again it's like if she was a fraud it just makes me mad because it's like uh, anytime you've come across a charlatan because it's like there's like real people and you're like taking away the seriousness of it with like Your charlatanism. I have a feeling about her. I don't think she was a fraud when it came to being a medium, but I think Ed coerced her into the like. Well, and it's kind of like a little bit of the fog of war, maybe, or kind of like you get rolling. And when can you stop? Yeah. Um. There was one study. So I forget. I'm look it up. Where some institute tested her mediumship, and their conclusion was that she was a light trans medium. And yeah, definitely not like in the movie where she's transported to the to the murder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Where she's traveling in the astral through time. Little different, and can tell a murder weapon by smell. Um, (laughs) Also, real quick, real quick, the girls who ended up being killed by the Satanists were they supposed to be gay? Did we gloss over that? They were definitely supposed to be gay. Yeah, yeah. Is that why they were? What was going on there? I got a little. I felt a little uncomfy with that treatment. I didn't love it either. Um, I at first I was like, oh, they're gay. And I got yeah. excited, and then they both died. Right. And I was like, mm, I don't love that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, if you're so worried about being wholesome, this movie's rated R, why not just have them kiss? Exactly. I don't know. There was I felt uncomfy. Yeah. yeah. But like at that point, I mean, I was so disconnected and disinterested <laughs> that like I fully there was a lot of phone glancing during this movie. Oh I can actually I see Kelly just like some sort of gif shake in her head this whole movie. <laughs> Like that's what I see in my mind's eye, just like the audacity, the yes. audacity. Of I, people. I, you know, but I do have a constructive criticism. I will save it. You I will did? save it for my final. Yes. I will save it for final thoughts. Okay, uh, final thot thoughts. Before a couple more, I want to get into a couple yeah. more nitpicks before we get into the witch rant part okay. of it. Okay. Um, something else that made me really uncomfy, and I know this was not a me thing because Scott actually brought it up, is the alleged witch Satanist. Uh, very androgynous mm-hmm. and I felt like there was something uncomfortable there like yeah, like they were trying Lorraine to is hyper feminine and then our adversary was kind of hyper mask mm-hmm. I, I don't know well it, I didn't get struck- that oh yeah she's definitely androgynous like she had some some masculine traits to her and also just yeah. like incredibly gaunt and just like an unattractive woman which I think is- it was yeah I think that was just an aesthetic casting <laughs> choice I don't think there was any yes yeah I mean it could be it could be systemic 
you systemic, know, one of those systemic I do, things. I do think there is know? something to read into there, though, because Lorraine is yeah. so hyper feminine and like a beautiful person. And yeah. to have the adversary be this, you know, opposite of her, it's like there right. there had to be something more. To yeah. It. Yeah. And, and it doesn't like, again, it could be systemic. It might not have been like overtly a choice was made. Sure. But, it, um, but it, from the whole, you know, casting the whole way down, it would be kind of like, huh, interesting. You you did that. And also you casting of the witch at, in, to someone who is not, who who looks creepy. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay, <laughs> all right, cool. Right. There's always that. Yeah. Um, another nitpick, the gentleman who plays Arn, Arnie. Oh, oh yeah. Arn. Arn. <laughs> I said to myself, mom, I want Bill Skarsgård. We have Bill Skarsgård <laughs> at home. <laughs> And he is the Bill Skarsgård at home. You guys know what I mean? The meme? 1,000%. People, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I won't. I won't he tell was, you you're like wrong. He's like a cheap Skarsgård. He was giving me a little bit, okay, a little bit of that, a little bit of Evan Peters, you know, American Horror Story. Ah. Little, yeah, a little bit of that kind of. A mixture of all your favorite horror guys. Yes, yes, yes. They, they just like blended him up. And <laughs> I don't think that's, I, I'm of course teasing. I'm not saying that I'm always going to look at that actor and be like he's Bill Skarsgård at home but um, <laughs> I don't know something about especially Bill Skarsgård in um, Castle Rock oh yeah like the, I mean, I don't know the hair the tea everything yeah. it was just it just made me laugh um, funny. Uh, anybody else have any fun nitpicks before I get into the witch rant um, just uh, I can't I can't take these movies seriously with those blouses. The ruffles have I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. She doesn't want the ridges. She doesn't want the ruffle ridges. I oh I can't take it seriously. It's too much. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a it's a period piece. <laughs> it's a period piece. <laughs> but, but- but they're not. It's flouncy. I guess it's flouncy. It's like, flouncy, flouncy. It started. It just started to get comical after a while, and I found myself like riffing and making jokes, and I didn't want to. Perhaps do that. there was. You think maybe there was like a bet on set of like how big can we go? Yes. How Absolutely. poofy the hair? How bigger yep. the ruffle? Yep. Yep. Before someone says. I call bullshit. They're like, they're like, we're do- We've done three of these movies. Let's just have fun. Let's just have fun now. <laughs> exactly. You know? I'm like, wow, that's a lot of ruffle. We should yeah. we could keep going. We could keep going. <laughs> we could keep going on that. Right? Yeah, well, we could do another layer of it. Um, which rant? Which rant? Which rant? Baby? I want it. I want it. I want it which so rant? bad. Who? Okay. I like, mm, I just think I'm at a time. I'm at a place in my life where when the witches are the evil, I'm just done. I'm just done with it. Same. I'm done with like the Hollywood silliness depictions of every witch always being evil being a bad guy saying hurling the word witch around as this insult um they don't even make any sort of damage control thing of like some witches are good and some witches are bad like which is still bullshit but you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they don't even try there is actually a line there's actually a line this one hurt me is when uh one of them says it's what they use to persecute witches Mm -hmm. so persecute in reference to the witch trials and it's like oof uh like we all know the witch trials were bullshit like that's like i mean the witch trials were just murdering women that's all it was yeah. <laughs> um 
And of course, they even call out specifically Stregaria. Sorry if I'm saying that wrong, but Italian witchcraft, Mm -hmm. folk witchcraft, which is a beautiful tradition. Um, Yeah, all witches are evil. All witches are Satanists, which I said, yeah, we are. We're evil and sexy, witchy Satanists. Um, (laughs) But isn't that just kind of a general belief of that time, like satanic panic? and That's true in the 80s. Yeah, but that's... But that part of it is nothing to do with this story. Yeah. Because this story was about him being allegedly possessed by the devil. Mm. There was all of this added about the... Yeah, I didn't... Just stuff. I That's did not know text. that that's where that's that fluff. was going. <laughs> no! And then there's this convoluted connection with the old priest and his secret child, and he exposed her to the occult too much. <laughs> and i i just oh my god i another note i have in here witches love to put our altars where there is a drippy water source (laughs) yes um that they even had fucking baphomet in there i wish baphomet could sue for that um which is um, powers excuse me (laughs) yeah the fuck is uh satanist powers are strongest at night yeah that cracked me the fuck up i was like (laughs) what excuse me what does that mean um have to complete a curse the witch's soul depends on it where the fuck is any of i mean and those were very thrown away exposition lines too of like wait we've made a plot hole it's tying yeah you know tying a knot (laughs) yeah um she kills her father because of course witches have no values for loved ones lives um witches totem I laughed out loud. I knew it. Dude. First of all, that fucking totem looks awesome. Where can I buy one? Can I have one? I'm going to put yeah. it on my altar. I just got so now sick of hearing the about these man. totems. I was like, enough with the totems already. I'm sick of the totems. I me the fuck up just how aggressive Lorraine said, it's a witch's totem. And <laughs> I heard it. And immediately I was like, I can hear Sandra laughing right now. I can hear it. Yep. You heard it from here. <laughs> You heard it from California. I heard um, it. Yeah, it looks really fucking cool. I do want to build one. Um, I have a jawbone that I'm not using for anything right now, so I might make a totem, put baby. That together. Um, I think what really bothers me is the witchcraft looked real. Like it looks like real practice. Yeah, like with there's the herbs, this the fire. Yeah, yeah. Lots of plant matter. Um, <laughs> lots of earthy things. First of all that insanely gorgeous chalice i want it i want it so bad that's a sexy sexy chalice i Uh, I was like i can make that i just need to find i just need to find an antler (laughs) there's yeah there's antlers there's the pentagram stones books candles uh, you know the dry the dried plant matter Mm -hmm. you know just things that's like i feel like somebody again made this really beautiful but they're like for the wrong reasons though right because they're trying to show it as like this evil satanic-y stuff when it's like but that looks like real practice for a lot of folks witches are not evil (laughs) we are not evil people it is the silliest thing and i've had to kind of destruct and decolonize a lot of my witchcraft beliefs that i've held since i was a teenager there's a lot of us kind of going through that you know we learned about wicca in like the late 90s early 2000s and we kind of took that to be like we're the good witches and there's other witches and they're 
bad. <laughs> and, you know, you just have to have love and light. And the threefold law will see you through. <laughs> and, like, I'm, you know, kind of learning about, like, cultures I'm from personally and other cultures that's like, yeah, that's bullshit. Hex them. <laughs> yes. will not always be served. And sometimes there's, like, why the hell not? And I mean, and not like hexing is a big part of like anybody's daily life. No, but, yeah. You know, like just little things like that or like other things that, you know, like I said, from my cultures and other cultures that don't fit with the who with the sanitized, squeaky clean, you know, like packaged Wicca that comes out. And it, it just makes you think a lot about things and. Um, I, I'm, I'm ranting it's a witch rant but it's like it just makes me think a lot about how my own beliefs that I had were backed up by these harmful again very colonizer stereotypes totally. like formed a lot of my early witchcraft mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to shake that off I don't I don't want that also I think we all know by now but maybe we don't with demons like all demons <laughs> pretty much all the key players are named after spirits and gods from other religions that the early Christians at the time kind of took and were like, nope, that's a demon. Like, and they just literally changed the name or adapted the name or took the name straight as it was. And it's like, it just makes you think about like, how can you believe any of the demon stuff when it was like politics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I know in the real case of Arnie, Arn, hmm? That guy really did kill his landlord and he really did get not even five years in prison. And I just have to say that sounds about white to me. Hey. Wow. Which rant? Okay. Which rant out? Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. On a little bit lighter note. (laughs) A little bit lighter note. Um, There were... Possibly a couple homages in this film. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, the the big one that I think we all noticed was The Exorcist, of Exorcist. course. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. I loved Did, it. Okay, I appreciated so that. So my question, yeah, yeah was, was it appreciated or was it like unnecessary? Like, okay, come on, you know. I, I feel like it was a friendly wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. cute. Fair enough. Fair enough. Very cute. I can see your, your cynicism <laughs> and I appreciate yes. it, but I felt good about that. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, the other one, and this may be, I may be reading way too into this, but there was a hospital scene where they called, they like paged a Dr. Merrick. And then my thought was, ooh, Merrick, like the Elephant Man. And this is around the time the Elephant Man movie came out. Oh. Just throwing it out there. I thought it was like, wasn't the um, the priest in The Exorcist? Isn't that like Marin. F- oh Father Marin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, okay, you know what's funny? Merrick. That was my first thought. I was like, oh my gosh, it's the guy from the Exorcist. And I looked it up and I was like, no, I'm thinking of I guess John. Could have been the elephant. Man. I was, maybe, I don't yeah. No, I don't know. Just like a funny, like maybe like a little film nerd thought, you know, like right, they're yeah. giving a little <laughs> shout out to their favorite films. Uh, yes. Um <laughs> yeah, people do that. Were and I feel like stylistically, it was even an homage to James Wan. Yeah, because there were a lot of stylistic choices that was like very much up his alley. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. He always puts his um or whoever does it. They always make sure there's a touch of him in there. Uh huh. And I do appreciate a signature like that from a director. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I appreciate that. 
Which leads me to my constructive criticism here. Okay. Please. Okay. Now, I you have the floor. had a bit of a problem with the style. To me, it was a little too stylized. I felt like it was a little too much sometimes with the effects, a little too much crazy camera work, just heavily filtered shots with like kind of the same color palette through the whole thing. That's it a conjuring movie. Just a little bit too much for me. And the reason I have a beef with this is because I think this like a lot of directors are guilty of this, but I think when you have solid talent in your films, be it the acting, be it the music, whatever, I think you need to trust your talent. That's like my biggest takeaway here. Mm. You when you have Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, you can trust them to for lack of a better word, conjure up <laughs> conjure no up word. some, you know, some you you can you can trust them to to make it interesting. Uh, yes, yes. You yeah. You can trust your composer to bring a frightening mood without throwing on too heavy of a filter to too many effects, just too much craziness. You can trust yeah. your your camera man or woman. You want them to trust the substance. Yes, because there is talent there and I feel like it just got washed over with too much style. And in film, I want the camera to be a watchful eye, not a distraction. So when you're giving me exorcism scenes and the camera's doing these crazy choreographed moves, I think it would be much more terrifying to just have it be this you know, objective, just fourth wall that we're not even yeah. thinking about. And we're just witnessing these crazy contortions and all this stuff happening. I think it would be much more terrifying to see it in just like Subtle. one or two shots, you know? Yeah. She wants some subtlety. Uh, yeah. I, I like. She doesn't like want to be that. hit over the head. Yep. Yep. And this is why I always go back to watching like seven hour Swedish films because that's pretty much <laughs> all that is. People sitting around talking about death, and I'm gonna need to clear my whole schedule yeah. because I have eight hours of film to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um. Yeah. So I guess ranked? that's yeah. Like in conclusion, how many totems? Five out of five. <laughs> out of five how many totems? totems? Yeah. Out of five totems? Yeah. Somebody else go. Out of five? Yeah. Uh, I would give it a solid two and a half, which is totems. <laughs> Sorry, what was that last word? Totems. <laughs> I need you to really spit it. No, thank you. It's good. Totems. Um, I <laughs> I will give it one out of five witches totems with an honorable totem to Joe for the music and an honorable totem to Eleanor for makeup. Love it. Oh my god, your one totem just made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know. I have like tears in my eyes. Maybe I'm too stressed out in my life. Yeah. But I found that so funny. I could just like, just like you can hear it scraping across the table as you slide the one totem <laughs> over to them. Yeah. Um, That's all I can muster for this. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, it's just not my jam. I'm going to, um, I'm looking at three totems, but I'm going to give more like 2.5 totems and that I'm going to be reminded that you all are um, bastardizing witchcraft and I'm going to take my totems back. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just... 
I think it might be time to put a pin on this franchise. Yeah, it needs a rest. They're overdoing it. They're still going, though. You see they're talking about doing a Crooked Man movie? No, please no. And another nun. I, I think there's tired. another nun coming. God. Like, just saying those, like, just hearing you say those words, I feel tired. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just, like, exhausted thinking about it. Hearing me yeah. say there's another nun coming, you're like, what, are we in, like, 2011? Like, what, like, <laughs> where, what year is this? I like Val, I, I, you know what, I also worry about too much of a good thing. Yeah. I liked Valak yeah. and Conjuring Part 2. I liked the nun movie. Just leave a good thing alone sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just let it but be. But hey, horror making money at the box office. It's good. Let's true. take it. Like, just make different it. stories, you know? Like, yeah. give some of these yeah. these young horror writers spaces to, like, create their amazing ideas rather than just, d- just drilling the nun into the ground. That sounds <laughs> dirty. <laughs> it does sound really... And I mean, I kind of want to see it, right? Like, I mean, we all kind of want to see the nun I'd getting be, drilled. I'd be into that. Especially <laughs> Dalek, like the demon ass. Yes! That, yeah, was, so, it, that was so thoughtful of us. Oh, I love it. Ah! I'm going to take my totems and go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to head out. <laughs> take my witch's totems and go home. I'm going to go be a witch somewhere else. Where I'm, <laughs> I know where I'm, I'm not wanted. wanted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelly, take us home. Even though this wasn't one of our highest rated, it was still a fun experience watching a yeah. new horror film in 2021. And I look forward. I'm just like, I'm just so pumped for our trailer trash films to start coming out. Like I'm ready and waiting. And I, yeah, I can't wait. I don't know what the first yeah, one's going to be. Do we know? Do we know what like what's coming first? First on the docket? No, we got to do, some, we gotta do some date research here. But um, oh, yeah, I, uh, I saw Spiral. <gasps> oh what'd you think i'm so sorry to put just just dump this in there um i loved it i had a hell of a time okay a oh time. i'm so excited a hell of a time it. i love chris rock i think he is amazing um in every way i think he is getting better looking with age not that that matters but it's worth noting <laughs> um i loved the story i loved i just it's like if you if you don't like the Saw movies, I'm not saying it's going to make you a convert, though it is kind of seven vibes, police procedural vibes. Mm-hmm. So it might Love extend that. an olive branch there. But also, like, if you do like a lot of the Saw films like me, I like a lot of them in the franchise, you're going to be happy, I-, I feel. I think it was just, it was a wonderful, wonderful, fun thing to get to watch in theaters. Did anyone see Quiet Place 2? Not yet. Okay. some point. Nope. Yeah. We weren't. We weren't thrilled. We were. Um. We want. I think we were all like, "Yeah, we'll see that." Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, I can sure. see that. Yeah, you know, I like Emily Blunt. I'll see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Kelly, so, actually take us home. It's, now, now okay. we can go home. Okay, we grab can grab your totem. We can go home. Grab your totems. It's we're officially in Thought Girl Summer. Um, it it's, <laughs> it takes me back to uh, to the. Be- Beginnings of this podcast. You remember, remember Hot Girl Summer when we started? Oh, Hot Girl. Yeah, Summer. we all died. Yeah, and we were like all sticky and yeah. sweaty, and yeah, it was fun though. It was still is. We were all in the same room. All Good times. Oh my gosh. So we're kicking off Thought Girl Summer. Um, I I don't know what we're discussing next time, but I look forward to it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be real be good. It's gonna be great. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Um, 
lots of spook and joy uh, with Emma's new life in Portland. My new job, new lava, <laughs> new life. Lit witch with her lit witch. with her insanely stressed out situation, which is going to get better, and she's gonna rock it and come out comfy ass stronger. new shoes. Ugh. That it that just doesn't get any better than a comfy shoe. I love a comfy shoe. That's that's what the thirties the thirties are all about. Comfort footwear. <laughs> What can, yeah, what shoes can I wear? Is there a chair at this event? <laughs> I actually, I was at Nordstrom yesterday and I actually sat down in a chair. Oh, I sat down in a chair while my mother was checking out. We were at the register and there was a chair right by the register and I just Perfect. Plopped, I plopped down in that thing because I, like, I was like, I'm done. And I'm the type of person, <laughs> I can marathon shop for like four hours, but I was like, nah, I'm going to pop a squat over here. We're done. Why? You know, why, what works smarter, not harder? Take the chair. Take the chair. Okay, okay, okay. Back to business here. <laughs> We've been in the Conjuring universe. I think it's time to get back into our MCU, our Montero cinematic universe. Um, looking forward to that Montero album that should be coming out pretty soon here. Yes. Yeah. That, that'll definitely be a topic of discussion uh, in a future episode, I hope. Uh, everybody, take care of yourself. Um, a lot of us are vaccinated, but some of us are not. So think about your your folks out there who need a little extra protection and you know just follow the rules do the distancing wear the mask if you have to and quit complaining about it because life is good be kind to service workers be oh my gosh oh my gosh yes yes please and tip them like Mm -hmm. it's going out of style tip them handsomely handsomely yes yes uh now that two out of three slumberettes are in a service type of position Give us the tip. Just the tip. And more importantly, most importantly, stay light as a ruffled blouse, stiff as a totem. No, no, wait. Light as a feather, (laughs) stiff as a board. Good night. Light as a feather, stiff as a board.